0: Spooks. I'm Kimberly and I'm Lexi. Welcome to the Guarded by Demons Podcast where we discuss all things horror. Hope you have your bags packed because during July we'll have some summer fun headed your way. This week we took a trip to North Carolina to see a wonderful parade and catch up with a few friends. So far it's been pretty fun. Um but we've noticed that we've had a mysterious figure watching us the whole time. Today our little spooks will be discussing 1997's I Know What You Did Last Summer.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This was fun. This was a fun movie. <laughs> Except for Barry. Barry can suck it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I didn't like Ryan Phillippe's character at all. No. Um, still to this day I don't like his character. I'm just like well he God. got what he got.
1: It reminds me of Billy from Stranger Things in season 2. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Fucking gross probably um.
0: racist. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, though. <laughs> uh, so, is this the first time you watched the movie? Yeah,
1: I've seen uh, clips of it for sure, and I know I've seen the kill count for it on Dead Meat, but I'd never actually seen it before. I know it's a classic, but I've never seen it.
0: It is very much a classic. Uh, this is not the first time I've seen it. It ranks with, like, one of my favorite In terms of, like, 90s horror... Mm-hmm. It's my like second or third, no, it's my third favorite top like five 90s horror. Um, which the first one is Scream,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which uh, Kevin Williamson also wrote. Nice.
1: Um, I do want to point out that Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, uh, what the hell is her name? Sarah Michelle Geller, is that mm-hmm. her name? I can't remember her name for a second are in this and I still love them and I still love that there's still a couple <laughs> in real life Oh, I love it so much I can't wait to cover the live action Scooby-Doo movies <laughs> those are going to be so fun just those two, just the first two I don't like the other ones
0: <laughs> I have tons of fun facts for this movie oh do you? yes there are a lot of Sweet stuff online <laughs> for this movie Sweet. shall I get it started? yeah we should just get into the movie yes
1: Hopefully the subtitles are still on. Yeah, they should be. They should be. So. Uh, excuse me. We just had dinner here a little bit ago. I'm hiccuping a little bit. Uh, but... We start off... We get a nice little pan of the ocean. Which I know probably freaked you out a little bit.
0: Nah, I thought it was pretty.
1: It is very pretty, though. But, um... I do have to point out... Uh, You said that some of this was filmed in
0: california and where else so mainly this movie takes place in north carolina mm-hmm. um so the setting in the movie is north carolina just not where they mostly page. filmed is north carolina but for like the beach scenes and the like scenic route that uh, jennifer loves hewitt's character takes throughout the the film uh-huh. like the curvy roads those yeah. were filmed in california yeah man,
1: they could have gone to the Outer Banks to film for the beach stuff because they got such pretty beaches there. I noticed because we used to go there every year. We're not going there this year. It makes me sad. But, um, yeah, I could definitely tell that this part right here was not North Carolina. It's too rocky for yeah. it to be a North Carolina beach. <laughs> like I was like, this looks like Grand Theft Auto 5. And then you told me to, like some of it was filmed in California. I was like, yep, yep, that tracks for sure. For sure,
0: yeah. Um, it was they mostly wanted to do the the roads, like how curvy it was and stuff like that. Uh huh. It's more uh, dramatic. Yeah, it it's um they they just wanted more of that look for the driving scenes, mm-hmm. and it was all filmed in California, mostly like you know, seaside California, obviously. Yeah. Um, and they had that like conveniently right there, like the beach part. Yeah. It's very so, nice. That's why they used it. It's very pretty. Like, I usually,
1: when we go to the beach, I go, like, boogie boarding, which is basically body surfing, except with a board. hmm Um, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, I would not go boogie boarding here because those rocks would fuck you up. <laughs>
0: like. Yeah, no, they would. Ooh.
1: No fank. So, we pan over, and there's a dude sitting on the side of the cliff, and, like, the first thing, one of the first things I wrote was, don't jump with a sad face. <laughs> I was like, no, don't jump, my guy, because he's clearly not, like, having a good time right now.
0: Well, I mean, as we find out later, he did, in fact, not jump. No, he did not. He did not. It's okay, dude. Except not really. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we should have prefaced this before we start talking about the movie, but we are going to be talking about this beat by beat, so... Spoiler warning! Yeah, a big spoiler warning. Spoilers! So if you want to watch this movie, go watch it on Amazon Prime for like $1.99. Yeah. It's a classic. You guys will like it. It's not perfect like any other Oh, Of course movie, not. No, like no movie's perfect. Yeah, no movie's perfect, but it's still really good. Um, so we cut with like fireworks. It's the 4th of July weekend, right? Yes. So fireworks,
1: there's a what seems to be like a festival going on, parade. Yeah, it's a festival parades and shit. Oh God. Or they're prepping for a parade. Never been to a 4th of July parade before. We don't have them out here.
0: I think I've only been to one in, um, San Diego.
1: Yeah. So we pan over, uh, to inside of a building and there is a beauty contest going on and I am gay for Sarah Michelle Gellar. Same. She's so pretty.
0: Of course she's <laughs> the only one wearing black.
1: Of course. Of course. <laughs> of fucking course. Look at her. God, she's so pretty. Ugh. I don't know how the hell she ended up with a guy to a co- like- this guy, Barry. Come on now, Helen. You can do better than Barry. Freddie Prince Jr. is right fucking there.
0: <laughs> so we do pan up to the balcony and it's uh, Freddie Prince Jr., Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Ryan Phillippe. Their characters' names are uh Barry, which is Ryan Philby. Mm-hmm. We have Julie, which is Jennifer Hewitt. Uh-huh. And we have Ray, and that's um, Freddy Prince Jr.
1: Yeah, I have to say, Freddy Prince Jr. looks very strange with dark hair, because I'm so used to him with the blonde from Scooby Doo.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm used to Freddy Prince Jr. with dark hair.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, the Scooby Doo movies are like one of the only things I've ever seen him in, so that's probably why.
0: Yeah, I'm so used to him having like the dark hair. Not it, the blonde one when he was in Scooby Doo.
1: Dude, he's, he's handsome no matter what. In yeah, my he opinion, is. he's a handsome guy. He's a very handsome guy. And him and Sarah Michelle Geller are just like a power couple. And I'm so happy they're still together. As far as I'm aware, anyway. But, um, wow. I forgot Helen's name for a second. Helen uh, has been asked a question. I didn't catch it. It's fine. And it's just, just the whole beauty pageant thing where you get asked a question and you have to give, like, a super. Not complex, but like, how do I explain it? A somewhat detailed answer, which I've always hated the that kind of thing for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> not my thing, not my flavor. But then again, I'm just not like a beauty passion kind of person. And she ends up winning uh, <laughs> Croker Queen of the Year. God, she's so pretty. She is very pretty. This is the only part where I like Barry because he's like fucking super excited for her and shit, and then he's a dick the rest of the time.
0: The uh, rest of this movie, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what the character called for. I hate it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that's what the character called
0: for, but I hate him. <laughs> I hate this guy. He's a fucking. Well, dick. that means he just played his part, right? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, no 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 guys. If a, if an actor plays like Dacre Montgomery, for example, this is only because like we just talked about Billy from Stranger Things. If Dacre Montgomery made you hate Billy from Stranger Things, he did his job correctly. Yeah. Also, just don't go hating on the actor, because that's not- that's, pro, that's most likely not how they are in real life.
0: Yeah. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> they're usually- usually the mean people in movies, like, their actors are usually, like, really, really sweet IRL.
0: Also, I don't like Elsa. I don't like Helen's sister.
1: No. She's a snobby bitch, and she's jealous about Helen just- just being herself, I guess. Oh, fuck it, She's jealous- a hater,
0: it's that sibling rivalry where Elsa doesn't like Helen because of the attention she gets. Yeah, because she's like, I guess, like in Elsa's eyes, she's treated better because she's the, the younger sibling.
1: Yeah, well, maybe if you weren't such a bitch, you'd be treated better. Exactly, <laughs> like, bro, you can't go around being a jerk to people and then wonder why people like you, your, your little sibling, more. I wonder
0: why. I wonder why.
1: <laughs> this is relevant to me. I'm sorry, but like
0: uh, I can't say it's relevant to me because I am the older sibling. Yeah. Also, you're not mean. <laughs> no.
1: Just like, bro. It's not hard to not be mean. Don't be mean. Do not be mean to your especially to your siblings. Come on.
0: There's like no reason to be mean to your siblings.
1: Playful teasing's fine because that's normal. Yeah. But just being straight up mean, stop. <laughs> Cease and desist. So now we've got um, Max over here kind of hitting on, wh- who is it, Julie?
0: Yeah, it's Julie.
1: Yeah, I thought so. And he's played by a dude. I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, it was probably just up on the bottom. Hold on, let me see. What the hell's his name? Okay. Johnny Galecki. Johnny Galecki. He's in the Big Bang Theory. Yes. I'm sure you guys will know him when you see him. Okay, thank God. Oh, I'm not use- the using Prime. I'm sorry. <laughs> But he's hitting on Julie, even though Julie is with Ray, who's played
0: by Freddie Prinze Jr. Yes, they're cute together. I, I do like their characters together, yeah. honestly. Yeah, the characters are cute.
1: Max is like kind of creepy. I don't like him.
0: He Max is a stereotypical nice guy. Yeah, nice guy, TM.
1: We're not. Yeah, <laughs> like, Mr. Insel over here. Fuck off.
0: Yes, pretty much. That's him. Buh, <laughs> gross. Again, I bet he's really nice in real life. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely he is. Also, i
1: like... I don't know. I don't think... uh, This is probably weird of me to say. I don't think they chose the right actor for his role, in my opinion. Because he doesn't seem like the right type of person to be playing a nice guy. A nice guy TM, in my opinion.
0: Well, I think that's only because, like, all his other roles that he's had. But I think he fits it really well. I mean, um, from what I found out when I was reading up about this movie, mm-hmm. Jennifer Love Hewitt actually recommended him for the role.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Okay. To be fair, I haven't seen him in a whole lot of stuff. Just this and the Big Bang Theory.
0: Yeah, that's what I was, like, guessing. Um, yeah. So I can see why you don't think he's good for the role, or, like, why you can't see him in this role. I'm just not used to it is um, the thing. I can. I think he fits it. Yeah. That's just, that's just, that's just me. But, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, but who is it? Like, Barry's being a fucking asshole. He drops, like, most of the drinks, right? I can't remember. Yeah, so he drops most of the drinks when they start, like, arguing right now.
1: Yeah. In, in Max's defense, Barry started that shit. Yes. Because Barry's always looking for a fight. No matter what, and it's stupid. It's very... Why, why, do certain, why do dudes like Barry, in particular, always have to pick a fucking fight? Just, like go to a boxing match or something, you stupid bastard. Like, good Honestly, god. The testosterone. Stop. Helen, you can do so much better. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Just become a, a poly relationship with Ray and Julie. Please. Leave Barry in the dust. He is awful. I hate him. I hate him.
0: I think it's funny that we can't always pick out, like, a poly relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would solve so many problems, like... It really would, but, um... It's not gonna do anything. They're not gonna do anything. I know. Uh, but, that yeah, sucks, before bro. them start leaving, like, that festival that they're at... Uh-huh. Uh, and they're gonna go off to Dawson's Beach. Dawson's?
1: Dawson? I read Joyride, so that happened. Dawson's Beach.
0: Um, yeah, they're going to Dawson's Beach. Which... Yeah. It's really good. Also, another another thing, since you mentioned Joyride, Joyride is another one of my favorite movies. Oh, is that a movie? Yeah, Joyride is a movie. Joyride is, um, is one of those, like... They're not hitchhiking movies, but they're one of those, like, trucker movies, horror movies. So, now we've cut to uh,
1: Dawson Beach, and they're all telli- trying to tell a ghost story, but they're all, like, getting it wrong, and they don't know how it ends and yada, yada, yada. Just classic, like, teenage fair. Also, there's, like, an abandoned boat on the beach, which, I mean, cool,
0: but, um... Yes. So, I have a fun fact that I can say right now about that. Oh, really? Yes. So, with that, uh, broken piece of, like, boats and parts and stuff right there on the beach that's with them, Uh huh. the, uh, director, I believe, Jim Gillespie, he saw a painting exactly like that and he wanted to incorporate it into the movie because he thought it would be fitting with, you know, the movie setting and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So he thought it would be uh, a good thing. And the uh, director photographer for the movie made it happen. That's cool. Yeah. Where the hell did they get the boat? Um, They were able to buy a boat and able to wreck it. Like, cut it in half and wreck it. Damn. The boat is a paid actor. I mean, what? Apparently so. <laughs> But yeah, they're all trying to tell this uh, ghost story, and uh, Ray is the main one who's trying to tell it, and everyone's, like, seeing their uh, interpretations of it, what they have heard. Yeah. Um, but in the end, Ray tells his part.
1: Yeah, it's, like, it's, uh, like, how urban legends, like, how the stories orally get passed around and, like, it gets twisted through. It's like a
0: game of telephone. Yes, so the main thing for this movie is the hook. Yeah, the hook. The hook. That is the basic urban legend that they're trying to incorporate right now. That they're telling around the campfire. Yeah. It's the hook. The iterations are either the boyfriend gets killed, the girlfriend gets killed, either they both get killed, or neither of them get killed, which is a true one that um, I read. Uh, in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, they have, like, this section oh, in the back.
1: Oh, really? They have it. Yes.
0: So, they have the story of the hook. And in that one, neither of the, uh, couple dies. Neither of the couple dies. And when they get home, on the girl's side, the boyfriend goes over to open the door for her. Uh-huh. And he finds that bloody hook right there on the door handle. Ooh. Yeah, so that's how that ends. That's Ray's interpretation of it. Scary Stories to Tell in the
1: Dark had no right being as scary as it was when we were kids.
0: Yeah, really it really fucking didn't. It's
1: not as scary now, which makes me sad. Like rewriting it.
0: Like on no, honestly, they all are still scary. Just not as scary. Not as scary, but they're still really creepy and scary on their own. That's Harold for you. Uh yeah. (laughs) I fucking hate Harold. Always have, always will. Um, you cried when you saw him in the movie, didn't you? Yes, I did. God. <laughs> I'm not the only one, though. Adam was freaked out when he <laughs> saw... <laughs> no! No, nah, it, um, it wasn't Harold. Harold was a thing for me that I freaked out and cried over. Uh-huh. For um, Adam, it was that one fucking monster in the hospital. In, like, that red The pale room. lady? Yeah, the pale lady. Oh. That was his... Gross. He did he did not like that one. He was like, Oh no, it's in the movie. And I was like, Yeah. yeah. And the thing was we were like sitting pretty close to the, no. the screen. So we were both at different parts of the movie just like holding on to each other. Like, no, no, stop.
1: <laughs> Shout out to you, Adam. We love you, dude.
0: But God, uh,
1: I've never seen it. I really want to reread the books. I. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. so the thing is, uh we can say this right now because this is coming out like this Saturday. We are gonna cover scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm. in October, but we are only covering the books, and we will uh, gloss over the movie because yeah. some of us have seen it. I have not, and the movie has its own story,
1: so I feel like we could probably do yes. a different. So episode. that's why.
0: That's why. Okay. Um, Ooh. I would love to do. What put a trilogy
1: on my Amazon wish list?
0: I would love to do an episode just for the movie itself and then have a comparison with the books at the end um, when we break down the movie. Yeah. So I think that would be good on its own. But as for like the episode that's coming up in October, I would just love to talk about the books and like our experiences with the books as children up until now, because I have a lot of stories about that. (laughs) Because me and my cousins love to scare the shit out of each other with these books. So while they're talking about uh, the story,
1: they're like, Julie's also talking about how it's a warning of the dangers of premarital sex and all these different theories that they're all coming up with,
0: which is kind of funky. And I mean, like, she's not wrong, though. That's that's what these stories were supposed to be. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. When, When they first came around, that's what it was supposed to be fucking weird, dude. I don't know why. Freddy
1: Prinze Jr. has no right being as cute as he is. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) What a cutie.
1: He hasn't aged a day, dude. It's fucking weird. Right? So now Helen's playing with a sparkler on the beach. And also this movie gave a warning for sexual content, but I'm like, do dirty jokes count?
0: Um, I guess it's just, it's implied. Yeah. It's not that it's there, because it's not there. It's just implied that it happens. It's heavily implied. Yeah, it's heavily implied that it happens.
1: Yeah. So Helen and Barry were making out on the beach, and now Julie and Ray are probably going to go make out on the beach.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They get all sentimental because they're- all of them are going away for the summer. Yeah. For school. Yeah. Except for Ray, actually. Yeah.
1: Well, I thought he was heading up to New York. New York, originally. Or was that- oh no that was helen
0: no it's yeah it is helen and um oh yeah yeah yeah. no he is heading up to new york that's what he says gotcha but um julie has her sets her eyes set on um college somewhere else that's why um ray's telling her like that she should go with him if she's really gonna miss him like she he wants her to go with him yeah and they're cute they are very cute. I love the characters He's very
1: sweet. He's very sweet. Get you a man like Ray, guys. He's really sweet. Definitely. <laughs> Even if he ends up working on a fish boat and probably he smells god-awful most of the
0: time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Listen, though. It's okay. But it is... It's, it's, uh, it's very cute. And, yeah, they do end up just making out again on the... On the beach. On the beach. On the beach. And we get, like, <laughs> the camera panning away towards the ocean... And we cut to Barry being, like, super drunk and not wanting to give his keys to Helen. Uh, but Helen is able to, like, grab his, waste his car. Yeah, because it's his car. No one's going to drive his car. Yeah. But my guy, you're wasted, though. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously he's not going to care. Of course not.
1: Barry cares more about his car than literally anybody else in this entire cast. <laughs> Barry sucks, guys. I don't know if you know this, but I fucking hate Barry. Is, is it obvious... I, I don't think I'm making it obvious enough. I fucking hate Barry.
0: It should be obvious. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen this movie already... You should know why we hate Barry.
1: Or I hate Barry. You hate Barry too, though, right? Yes. God. Fucking it. And he's, like, throwing a fit and everything because now Ray's driving his car and yada yada yada. He
0: fucking changes the music
1: too. Yeah. Here, I was really hoping he was gonna get fucking beheaded by something. Like, they went under a bridge or something, like he was gonna get beheaded. All fucking... Hereditary style!
0: What happens in Hereditary? (laughs) I'm not gonna tell you.
1: Does something happen in Hereditary? (laughs) We're gonna have to watch Hereditary, dude. Okay. (laughs) I've never, I've watched the Kill Count for it. I've never actually seen it because I don't want to watch it by myself. But, um, I won't, I won't spoil it because I really want to see your reaction to it. I know it happens, but I really want to see your reaction to it. Okay. When I say hereditary style, people who have seen hereditary, you guys know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But, um... I have
0: no fucking clue, so <laughs> there it is.
1: Yeah. So they've just hit something in the road. Or someone. It was someone. Because they, what, fell off... They got...
0: They so fell off the cliff. Is, no, they didn't. So here's the thing. Um, when Barry is, like, obnoxious, he's, he like opens the the, the sunroof roof. yeah the sunroof and he's just like that stereotypical where he's he's um drinking and
1: he drops his bottle of liquor in Ray's lap and Ray's fucking driving by the way
0: yeah so basically that distracts him he does not see anything and I think Barry is the one who sees the dude first and that's when they accident Oops. they accidentally run him over so, he was on the road. He had not fallen off a cliff. Okay. Like, I couldn't yeah. tell because it
1: happened so quick. Like, it was so yeah, fast. Yeah, no, they
0: hit him with the car.
1: This is Barry's fault. I blame Barry fully. Yeah. And, like, now they're making Ray check the pulse because he's the one who ran into them. Or him. But, fucking, Barry is the one who dropped the drink because he's being an asshole. It's amazing
0: how Barry is, like, immediately... Accusing of everyone else except for himself. Yeah, because it's his fault. It's his fault. Yeah. Um, but now they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Yeah.
1: Uh, Ray went to check the pulse. He could. I guess he couldn't find one. Well, he's not certified for that kind of thing, so that's why. That's important to remember. But um, <laughs> they're they're like freaking out. Barry's mostly freaking out. He's being a dick about it, because of course he is. Oh God, Barry could not die soon enough, dude. <laughs> like he couldn't. God.
0: They're all arguing over all this um because it's it's good to note that all these characters came from money except for ray yeah so each the the rest of the three julie helen and barry, barry all have these big consequences on them but they can actually because of the money that they have can have a clean slate they can so I don't know why the hell, especially They're, Barry. I mean, yeah, the fuck especially Barry. There. But I mean like their futures are still like ahead of them. Ray has no one and has nothing.
1: Yeah. Like literally the only person I really didn't want to be in this group was Barry cuz Barry's just being a dick the entire time. Yeah. He he did, dude. He is like the one of the most infuriating characters we've ever had to cover in this fucking show so far. So far. Other than um oh my god I'm gonna be honest. Other than like
0: it? fucking Ziggy's sister, in yeah,
1: fierce. That's who I'm thinking of. I can't remember her fucking name.
0: Yeah, that shit was just. I don't. I don't Cindy. like their characters. Cindy, I hate it. Cindy, and I hate
1: Barry. I hate Barry more than Cindy. Cindy's just yeah. annoying. Barry's an asshole.
0: <laughs> Barry's just a flat out asshole. Cindy can actually like change her character and everything. Yeah, she can actually change. Barry, I don't. I don't think so. Barry is just like. Because throughout the film, even though everything is happening around them, he's still the same fucking asshole. Yeah. Till the end. Yeah.
1: Fucking dick. Like, I understand that you don't want to go to prison, but you have the money. And it was an accident. Yeah. This shit happens, dude.
0: Unfortunately,
1: it does happen. And it's an accident. And the guilt will eat you. But it's worse if you don't tell anybody. Exactly. It's worse if you do what these idiots
0: did. (laughs) Like... Which we will get to right now. Yes, we will. God. So now they're each trying to come up with a plan to do, but a car comes up. Yeah.
1: Also, I want to point out that Barry is also like, it's my car, they'll nail my Like, he's thinking about himself. He's not thinking about what, el- what everybody else is going through. Like, because Julie is over here telling Ray, you were sober. It wasn't your fault. Yada, yada, yada. But Barry's more like, oh, it's my car, you're gonna nail my ass. Like, nobody cares, Barry. Go to fucking prison. We don't like you, bitch.
0: (laughs) But I mean, like, it's true, though. It's his car. Yeah. He's drunk. They're not gonna believe that he wasn't the one driving. (sighs) It is involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Um, But then we get, like, a car coming, and Barry and Ray are picking up the body, putting it to the other side of the road, and they're able to get it over the railing, but they're hunched over, yeah. So they're able to hide the body. Yeah, and it looks like um
1: it looks like Barry. I think Barry does get sick because I mean he's drunk as fuck, and I'm sure the dead body didn't help either. Yeah, no dead body. Like I believe
0: he actually threw up. Oh yeah, good because he was retching and everything. But yeah, the car that comes up, the person who's in there is Max. Yeah, it's a truck. It's Max, and he's wondering what's happening. Julie is the one to go over and talk to him basically like telling him like oh they just stopped on the road um because barry got sick so they're trying to help him out with that yeah but max is also like an asshole yeah max sucks like he's also an asshole because he he treats ray exactly like how you would think someone would who's like rich that's going out to someone who's uh, quote unquote poor yeah
1: I don't know how this guy's gonna treat Ray like this when he looks the way he looks. Exactly! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He is a very good-looking guy. It's just, when... This is gonna be weird to explain, but when you're pansexual, this isn't even, like, a relationship-kind-of-looking thing. When someone's a dick, they're automatically, like, ugly to me. I'm sorry. If you're an asshole, you're so fucking ugly. I hate you. Like, Ugh. Are you gonna talk to fucking Freddy Prince Jr. like this? Excuse me. <laughs> Hello? One of the best looking dudes in Hollywood. So yeah, so Ray's trying to get rid of Max and just.
0: I mean, they they are able to get him to drive off. Yeah. And he doesn't even look over to where Helen and Barry are, but he <laughs> fucking dumbass, <laughs> fucking
1: dumbass, God. So they drive to like what an abandoned pier? It looks like. Uh, yeah. Or under construction or something. Private property. And they go to dump the body in the water. Um, and they're arguing over who is gonna have to do it. And Helen is just like, you know what? I'll do it. Just fuck it. I'll do it. Fuck you.
0: Um, so okay. her and Barry start going to throw the body over in the water. But then the person actually uh, wakes up. Yeah. And grabs at Helen's head, taking her her crown her, that she won from yeah, the pageant Yeah, with them under the water. And Barry dives in there to get the crown. And he's super pissed when he comes up and he basically just shoves the crown at Helen's uh, chest. Yeah.
1: And he's like, we take this to our grave, we don't talk about this ever again, yada, yada, yada.
0: And this is really, like... And, I mean, like, everyone agrees to it, but he is, like, super... He's so aggro. aggro. Yeah, he's he's super, like, aggressive, especially towards Julie. He grabs Julie by the fucking throat! Yeah!
1: <laughs> and kudos to her, because she doesn't even make a fucking face. She's, like, not faced by it at all.
0: But, yeah, she does say, like, yeah, we'll take it to our grave. I don't... I, it's I don't like it. Ray tries to be, like, comforting, but Julie just, like, passes it off and then we get the uh one year later yup and we get julie in her uh dorm room yes so it's one year later it is again summer of the next year Mm -hmm. uh, when this takes place and julie is writing on her laptop which i thought was very funny it's old (laughs) it's very old you can tell and she looks completely awful she looks like death dude yeah she looks like she hasn't gotten sleep in, like, two weeks. And I don't blame her. I mean, like, it's summer again. It's a year later. And they're telling her, like, she's gonna go home. She's gonna have a good time. I guess her roommate... Yeah. Um, or a friend that she made in college, she's telling her, like, you need to go home and, like, have fun, you know? Yeah. Um, But Julie just... No, she's not with it. She's completely against it. Yeah, she's just, like... She's not the guilt is eating her alive yeah you can tell like oh my god she has not coped the past year at all with this situation this is also
1: another reason why i don't want to fucking drive because i'm like you don't know what's gonna happen shit like this happens all the time even if you're not drunk
0: yeah like bro well i mean clearly like ray wasn't drunk like if barry didn't do that shit he would have been fine yeah he they would have been
1: all fine none of this would have happened this entire movie would not be a thing if fucking Barry wasn't such a
0: dick. Yeah.
1: Didn't get drunk off his ass.
0: But he did. Um, so they dropped Julie off at her house. Mm-hmm. And you can even tell when... Damn, they have ocean view. What the fuck? Yeah. With the way she's holding her, her little teddy bear and the way her mom goes up to hug her, she's very like reluct- reluctant. Yeah. She's very hesitant to do anything. And her mom doesn't know what to do, honestly. She's um, like picking at her dinner and stuff. She's hardly eating anything. Yeah. And her mom asks her if she's on drugs too. She looks like she is, dude. She does. Like but she she's not. She's not. She's just like
1: in a very bad place right now.
0: Yeah, it's a very bad mental state. I mean Yeah. This is this is just this is I feel this on a personal level when you feel like this it's the worst god oh yeah it's definitely the worst because you you don't know what to do anymore no you're just like numb
1: at that point you like you have no clue what to do and usually that can last a really long time clearly for julie it's lasted ages (laughs) like uh, the probably all year the entire year
0: it was probably all year or like it could have been points where she was okay like starting to feel okay but then went back down again yeah because she realized she's gonna have to go back home Mm -hmm. where everything happened during the summer yeah um but it's the thing is i don't think it was that where she was like okay for a bit and then it started again i don't think so because her mom mentions that um, her grades are slipping yeah that her grades were slipping and that, like, Julie knows what's Julie. happening, but she's like, it's it's going to be fine. Like, I'll pick it up and everything. Yeah, like, Julie I'll make it up. It's a smart girl. She's very smart. She She's clearly very
1: intelligent. Even Ray was like, your IQ is so high it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, cute compliment.
0: But, uh, <sighs> God. But, uh, yeah, her mom t- brings in, like, a letter telling her um, that it was dropped off for her. So, when Julie opens the letter, it says, um, "I know you I did know what you last did summer,", that summer. <laughs> and she starts to panic, and, like yeah. freak out. You can see that she's like on the verge of crying, and she's, she's so already confused. crying. She's got yeah. tears on her face. She's already
1: um, she was already like reminiscing about her her deceased dad, but like this yeah. is just like a
0: nail in the coffin. Uh, and she asks like, "Where's the return address?" Because there's none, and her mom says like, "Oh." I I don't know. And she wants to try and read the letter, but Julie just runs upstairs to her room.
1: She's like, no, 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 no. Because they they didn't tell anybody. Yeah, no. They literally are going to try and take it to, some of them take it to the grave, but like, that's why, again, I don't want to fucking drive. People are crazy, dude. Yeah. So it's fucking windy. And like, it's freaking, freaking Julie out because it's making the wind chimes go and the dogs. there's a dog barking at something outside. She's just paranoid now because of this letter, which, yeah. understandable. So cut cuts to the next day. Oh, excuse me. Oh, there's crab pots in the back of that fucking truck. Oh my god. I would kill for some crab legs right now, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Oh well. Amazing. Um, so we get <laughs> Julie going into town and she goes to-, to Shivers, which is Helen's last
1: name. Shivers. We see Elsa. I fucking hate this bitch. I hate this bitch. <laughs> She's so mean. And for what reason?
0: This is like a clothing and jewelry store, right? It's a... Yeah, it looks like clothes. It looks like a multi-purpose shop where mm-hmm. you can buy clothes and, like, home goods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Julie comes
1: in here and asks Elsa if she can give her a... Uh, Helen's, Helen's New York, New York number. number. And Elsa's a fact-check. She doesn't have a New York number. Shut up, bitch.
0: Yeah. She's being a fucking smart ass. You're
1: both stuck in the same store. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: exactly. So she tells her, like, you can look over at the perfume section. That's where <laughs> Thea left. That's where Helen is. There she be. So Julie asks Helen what happened in New York. She went for a while
1: but it didn't things didn't work out up there. Which sucks. And she presents Helen with the letter that she got from somebody that we don't know who yet. And Elsa is being nosy. Listening in, which doesn't amount to anything. Funny enough, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what that was all about. It's fine.
0: I mean, later on they do say that um, the person who was probably talking to Missy, which is another character that will come up later, is in the same class as Elsa from high school. Yeah, that's the only correlation that we get from that. Yeah, and also, um, but this is another like fun fact. The Writer, uh, for this movie Kevin Williamson based this off of a novel oh really yes so his interpretation is completely different from the novel but in the in the story uh, the reason why Elsa looks at both of them is because she's also a suspect oh in this whole entire thing weird yeah but it's it's loosely based off of the novel does it have the same name uh I believe so oh cool. So now they have to visit Barry. And right away.
1: He's already aggressive. What are you two doing here? Because they have to visit him to ask about. Or to show him the letter, rather. Yeah. In his big white boy house. Jesus. Such an asshole. I hate him. (laughs) He doesn't like it when Helen calls him a prick, though. Jesus, I hate
0: it. How do you know this is even related, bro? What other thing could they have done last year during summer? He tells her to shut the hell up. We didn't murder anyone. Yes, you did. Yeah, he tells you a shot because I think his like parents his are mom home. Yeah, is His mom. Yeah, his mom's the phone
1: there. And Julia reveals that um, it was probably this guy, David Egan, that they dumped in the water because his body washed up on shore. Yeah. In the newspaper, the police in the newspaper co-
0: claimed it was an accidental drowning. Because of how beat up he was. Um, obviously, the water is going to wash all that away. Yeah. Um, but he was caught in, like, was he caught in, like, seaweed or something? I don't know. Something like that. I can't remember now. But he was just caught underwater, so he wasn't able to, like, free himself from there. He basically drowned. Ugh. Yeah. God. Um, oh. But eventually, Barry's like, all right, then. Say someone was there. Like, who would it be? Yeah. Max. They think it's Max. Well, he this. thinks it's Max. I mean, they all think it's Max right now. Yeah. Just for now. God. So now Barry's gonna do what Barry does best. They're all down at the, um... The pier. Yeah, at the pier. And Max is there. He's working. Yeah. Honestly, they're both fucking jerks. Yeah. I I like Max more than Barry, though. Yeah. Like, if I had to deal with any of them, I would deal with Max.
1: Yeah. Because at least Max seems like he can be nice. Barry's just an asshole for no reason. And Barry threatens him with a big old fish hook, saying that if he... If he squeals about seeing them because he, Barry just automatically assumes he saw them with the body, then he's going to kill him. Which yeah. uh, I would sooner believe Barry killed, would kill somebody rather than Max. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> I found then... the on your college quarterback ass. What did you do? I took care of it, okay? Uh-huh. Yes, because threatening somebody with a meat hook is really taking care of things there, Barry. Now you look even more suspicious.
0: So they come across Ray. He's working on a boat. I mean, all said and done, they think (sighs) they have, like, done everything they can pretty much to the person they think sent them the note. Yeah. So Barry walks off.
1: Helen goes back
0: to work. Yeah, Helen goes back to work because Ray wants to talk to Julie. Yeah. And it's clear that Ray still has feelings for her. Oh, yeah. God, she looks like death. Yeah, so we find out that during the year, they, Julie and Ray broke up. Yeah. Shortly after what had happened.
1: I wonder why. Yeah. Tension was probably fucking high as shit, dude. Yeah. Higher than Argyle. <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> oh, God. I like that joke.
1: Thank you. <laughs> it's very complex. No. <laughs> Max, or not Max, um, Ray tells Julie that, um, he doesn't think, I don't think he thinks that Max sent it. Because he's been seeing him working on the boats all, all year. Yeah, basically. so like,
0: Max pretty much has an alibi.
1: Yes. And he thinks that Julie holds him responsible for what happened to, uh, the dude last year.
0: hmm
1: And she doesn't. And I don't know why she's blaming herself because she definitely didn't have anything to do with it. He's more to blame than her, even though he's not to blame at all. If that makes sense. Because he was the one driving, but Barry was the one who dropped the alcohol on his lap.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, they don't really have anything to be um, blamed for. Because, like, one, accident. Two, the only thing they really have to be blamed for is being, like, an associate to trying to hide a body.
1: Yeah, which does look fishy- no pun intended, but... It- mm, Trying to- because it's basically a hit and run. Yeah, it's- it's a hit and run. Hit, hide the body, and run, anyway. <laughs> Jesus. It's gonna be fucking scary. So now we go back to the- to the ice room where the- where Max is working. Because they have to put fish on ice.
0: So he's working with the crabs. Yeah!
1: And Max is about to get his shit rocked, bro. But he's putting
0: these crabs in here. He accidentally burned
1: himself with the steam, which sucks. But it's fine. And we see a shadow walk by on the other side. And we did note that he put the hook, of the fishing hook, in a block of ice. And it panned over to it again and it's missing. And now he's got a fucking hook under his jaw. Going out through his mouth and being dragged over the fucking pot of crabs. Max is dead.
0: F's in yeah. chat for Max. Max is dead.
1: We liked you better than Barry, Max. R.I.P. Yeah.
0: So now we get uh, Barry, right? I uh, think it's Barry... Yeah, because this is where he's, hes like, working on the in the gym.
1: Yeah, right? he's, bo- this guy is the last guy who needs to be working out.
0: We just get that small little montage of him working out. And yeah. he's putting his stuff away in his locker.
1: Yeah, because he went to go get a shower, and then he comes back, and then his keys are missing. And I told, I told you, Kimberly, that I was like, God, I bet so many girls were
0: so thirsty for this guy. And I'm like, mmm, come on. You can do better. Um, it's Ryan Philby, Yes, yes, everyone was. Also, his then-girlfriend, uh, Reese Witherspoon, actually recommended him for this role.
1: Oh, really? Yes. Damn. And I can acknowledge he's a good-looking dude. This character fucking sucks, though.
0: Here's a, another fun fact. Uh, Reese Witherspoon actually auditioned for this movie. Aw, man! Yeah, she actually auditioned for this movie. Uh, I don't know what role she auditioned for. Um... <sighs> but when she basically walked out on it because she was like, eh, yeah, never mind, um, that's when she recommended Ryan Phillippe for the role of Barry. Oh, damn. Okay. So now we get him walking back to his locker if after the hour.
1: Yeah, someone stuffed a picture, of a Polaroid picture of his car into his locker and it's written on the back this, and it says, I know. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was so hoping he was about to die here. Oh my god. I thought we were gonna rapid fire the two worst characters in this whole fucking movie, but no.
0: I mean close to. Close to, but he's he's being suspicious and he's looking around trying to figure out like if anybody else is there. Yeah. In the locker room.
1: You wanna know what? I'll give him this. At least he has the decency to fucking shower after working out. Yeah. God. Some dudes don't. It's fucking gross. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm like, how the hell do you not shower after a workout? You feel gross afterwards. I mean, so like, sweaty. I get if you don't want to use a shower there, you can, like, go home and take a shower. Take a shower. A
1: shower.
0: But but like, take a shower. Sweaty pig. Yeah. And he asks
1: the owner if anybody else was there, and the owner's like, nope, it's just us.
0: So, but he hears
1: his car. Yeah, it's being yoinked, and he's about to be yeeted into a building right now.
0: This should have killed him. Yeah, there's like a whole fucking chase scene with his car. Reminds me of
1: Christine for some reason. Same. He thinks it's Max. Yeah. It's not Max. Because Max dead.
0: Yeah, they don't know this yet that Max is dead though. So he thinks it's Max trying to fucking chase him down with his own car. Yeah.
1: God. You stupid fucker, stop running down the road.
0: Come on. But the car like rams into him. This should have killed him. I'm so mad it didn't. It should have with the amount of impact, but the thing is, the car did not hit him initially. Uh-huh. When it was going towards him, yeah, he jumped on the hood.
1: Yeah, still got fucked up though.
0: Oh yeah, really good. Um, now we get the person in the car walking up to him while he's screaming for help. Yeah, he's
1: wearing this guy is wearing a slicker and rubber boots, and he's got like. Covering some covering over his face so he can't see who he is. And he brings out that hook. Uh huh. That fish hook, the meat hook. It's a hook. It's it, a large hook. Isn't... It's stuff that you hang meat on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, I almost for sorry for there. It just fades, and we cut to. I was so excited. I was to... like, oh, "Is he dead?"
1: <laughs> like,
0: I just looked at you. and was like,
1: "Is Barry dead?" I was so excited about it, and I was like, "Oh, he's not dead."
0: Oh yeah, no. I <sighs> fucking knew my lessons with like the previous videos where I was like. Uh, I'm not gonna say shit. (laughs) Even if you ask me. Thank.
1: (laughs) Because I figured it out, like, ten seconds later.
0: Yeah. Because I was like, there is no point in me saying anything. Because we find him in the hospital. (sighs) Fucking lame, bro. Um, they're trying to figure out who it is. He's still really, like, headstrong that it is Max. Yeah. So, Julie gets the idea of going to find Max to prove... Barry wrong about this whole entire thing. And
1: Barry is automatically trying to blame Ray.
0: Yeah. So was it Helen or... No, it, yeah, it was Helen that gets the idea to go see... To go research about David Egan. I think it might have been... Um, because she asked Julie, like, who was it again? The one who... David Egan. Hit. Yeah, they're, yeah. Gonna go,
1: they're gonna go to the library and look him up. Or home. I think it's home. It's not a library. I like...
0: Yeah, I think it's Julie's house because they're, She can uh, access
1: the local library online. Yeah. Oh, look at that old fucking software. <laughs> God. It's 97. Jesus, it's old. So they figure out that, um, somebody, uh, died in a car wreck. It was, uh, David Egan's fiance. She died in a car wreck. He was hot. He was fine. And Julie notes that she saw, um, his fiance's name on his arm. Her name was Susie.
0: Because it was tattooed. It was tattooed. Yeah, and then they find out he also has, like, a sister. Yeah. And her name is Missy Egan. She's adorable. She is adorable. She's very pretty. I'm gay. She did scare you, though. She did! She scared the fuck
1: out of me, and you laughed at my pain.
0: Yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> Jeez. I always think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I laugh at myself, too, when I get scared. I'm like, ah!
1: We literally had to pause it for a first just so I could collect myself, because she startled the fuck out of me.
0: Yeah, it was great. She did it twice to you, too. She did do it twice to me, bro. What the hell?
1: <laughs> I called shenanigans. I thought
0: it was funny. <sighs>
1: you um, would. <laughs>
0: yeah. This house is
1: very pretty, by the way. It's old, but it's very pretty. It just needs a little TLC, is all.
0: Yeah. Um. So when they do get in there, they they ask if they can use her phone. Because um, they're having car trouble. Yeah, so they're um Julie asks Helen if she can call AAA. While Julie talks to Missy, and throughout this whole thing, they find out um, that she that it's been hard on their family ever since David uh, died. Yeah, since David died. Um, since then, I think she said like her mom passed away. No, her mom's in like a home because of what happened with um, David. She couldn't take it, so she they had to put her in a home, um, and her. Dad, I think is the one that passed away. Yeah, I think so. Um and Helen gets done like talking on the phone. So they're like, "Oh yeah, their triple is on their way. Um we just have to wait." And Missy offers to make them tea. Yeah, which is nice. It's very nice. It's very sweet. is that Southern um, hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> and Helen is the one to strike up a conversation with Missy saying like, "Oh, did David have any like friends?" um in school because they thought like they know know him from somewhere you know where they think they know like his friend or david himself from the friend yeah and at that moment missy does not like know anything except after they found um david's body someone came over to visit Ooh,
1: yeah, and she points out that uh, the guy that came to visit shortly—what was
0: it before David died? No, it was after. Oh,
1: not too long after. Okay, see, I yeah, see. Yeah, not
0: see. too long after he died.
1: His name is Billy. Of course, his name was fucking Billy. Billy Blue. Billy Blue.
0: Well, I mean, after they figure that out, they were able to um, like excuse themselves to leave.
1: Uh, yeah, they they start up the car, no problem, obviously. Yeah. <sighs> And Missy jump scares the fuck out of me and says, oh, you left your cigarette. Fucking hell. Missy's so pretty. I fucking love her. Her eyes are so pretty. I think Missy is a little suspicious, for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. To an, to an extent, at to least. To an extent. But. So, again, like, I like Helen and Julie's relationship. I just, I get why Julie's more shut off from everyone more reclusive
1: yeah it's probably because Um, one other person's her ex and then the other is just a straight up asshole
0: I mean yes but also (laughs) it's just just what they've been through so of course she's gonna be like this and it kinda hurts because like Helen misses her yeah like she wants to be friends again yeah but it's just it's hard it makes me real sad yeah, but it sucks, because, like, you can just see that they're both hurting. Yeah, they used to be best friends. So, Julie drops Helen off at her house,
1: and Elsa's just, well, not Elsa, uh, they go in, Dad's just, like, not paying attention, even though Helen greets him and everything. He's just watching a baseball game. Yeah.
0: Um, so we get Helen, like, going to the kitchen, she's gonna get, a. Uh, drink i think it's like diet coke or whatever but throughout the whole entire thing of her being in the kitchen and getting her drink we see the uh fisherman like person that we've seen throughout the whole entire movie basically (laughs) in the shadows right now he actually fucking comes into the house i hate that yeah and you were like hating I it. thought, I thought she
1: was gonna fucking die here, dude. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah, you
0: were hating it. You were like, no, out of all the people.
1: Don't kill her! Well, she does die later, She but does like, die later,
0: but, like, not right now. Ugh, God. Uh, but as she's, like, going upstairs, she, she's not, like, facing the stairs yet, but you can see when she does turn, the figure goes into one of the rooms, and we figure out, it's her room. Yeah. They just, like, hide in the closet. Yeah. Which is fucking spooky. It's very spooky. And I just... I hate this scene with Elsa. Oh, God. It's... She just comes in and starts
1: picking shit with fucking Helen for no reason.
0: Yeah, because she's telling Helen that she wants her to be at the store at, like, 10 in the morning. But Helen can't because she has to be in the parade... Because she was the former uh, winner of the pageant last year. Yeah, she has to be in it. So she has to be in it because it's like a tradition that the former winner of the pageant gets to be in the parade this year and then pass down the crown to a new winner. Yeah. At the pageant. Yeah. And they go on... She goes on like this... Elsa goes on to this tangent about Helen's hair. Yeah. She's just... Elsa's just mean. I hate her. I hate her. I think Elsa's just mean for mean's sake, you know? Yeah, she literally calls her a dried-up, washed-out has-been. Yeah.
1: Bitch, that was, like, a year ago. That doesn't sound like a has-been to me. That's one year ago.
0: It's a single year. But I didn't also say, like, oh, well, dad put me in charge of the store, so I'm telling you that I need you at 10.
1: Yeah. I bet she doesn't even pay her. For some reason, I was so convinced for a while that this was... Uh, like, before he got hit by a car, I thought this was Barry doing all this. He seems the type. always wanted to pick fights and shit. So we cut to the next day, and Helen's hair, or Helen has woken up, and she's got the tiara on her head, she doesn't know how, and her hair's been all chopped off, basically. It was, like, down to her mid-back, and, like, it's just above her shoulders now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's panicking the whole entire time, and when she looks in the mirror, all there is is just soon written across it in lipstick. Yeah. And she fucking smashes that mirror. With her hand. Yeah. What a crazy bitch. I mean, I don't blame her. But God, your bare hands. Ouchies. So we get Julie getting a phone call, and I'm going to assume, like, either... I think it was Helen. Yeah, Helen called um, to tell her what had happened, so she's, like, driving on her way there. But while she's driving on her way there, she (laughs) hears... Excuse me. Stuff coming from the like, She hears scuttling Yeah, she hears stuff coming from the, her her trunk. her trunk This part was gross Yeah, A little bit gross And she stops in the middle of the road Well, not in the middle of the, road, the, but side of the she, road She stops on the side of the road In the grass a little bit
1: Opens the trunk And Max's body and a bunch of blue crab are all up in that bitch
0: Yeah Like, oh my god, it's so fucking gross She almost gets run over by a car too That passes by God, that I mean, shit probably stay. Yeah. She immediately, like, closes the trunk almost after the car passes by. Yeah. I'm gonna lock that bitch. I mean, she did lock it. First in flight. Oh, that was
1: cool. So the license plate says first in flight, and that's just, like, um... Obviously, it's North Carolina license plate, and the first in flight thing has a biplane on it. And that's just a reference to, um, the Wright brothers. I, I don't know why I have to put this out, because I feel like it's common knowledge, but, like, it it's just- I like the license plate. It looks cool. <laughs> and you can actually go to the Wright Brothers Memorial in the Outer Banks. I've never been. I want to go. It looks cool. R.I.P. Max. At
0: least the crabs have something to eat, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. Yeah, it's like right after this car passes by, she starts- She closes. Yeah, she fucking, like, slams that. Uh, trunk closed she sprints all the way the helens she basically like takes them back starts telling them what she she fucking saw the trunk
1: and fucking barry's like you sure he was
0: dead um yes you dipshit he's fucking dead well he doesn't have to ask because the last time they tried to check the person was still alive i don't know how the fuck they
1: did that with no like blood or crabs or traces of anything it's fucking weird
0: because um, the I body's have,
1: not there The crabs are all gone
0: No. Okay so I have a fun fact about that later Oh really? Yeah that explains this Okay um, So we get this iconic fucking scene Where Julie stands in the middle of the goddamn street And screams What are you waiting for? And starts spinning around Yeah This is the most like parodied scene in all like early 2000s movies Yeah <laughs> I understand why It's kind of cheesy But like It's funny I also have a fun fact about this scene It's cheesy but it's iconic Yeah it's funny that it's iconic with the way that it was um, made out to be, like, with the process of this thing.
1: Yeah. Because that, that spin wasn't scripted, right? Huh? That spin wasn't scripted, right? Yes,
0: it was. Oh, it was? Yes, it was.
1: Jeez. And now, um, Ray is at Helen's house, and Barry automatically assumes that Ray is the one doing all of this, and immediately punches Ray in the face. Yeah,
0: because to to Barry, it's like nothing has been happening to him. Because Julie had a fucking body in her trunk. Helen had her hair cut and someone in her room. He almost got fucking hit. He got hit by, Barry got hit by a car. And all Ray got was a letter. I mean. That he brings up right now that he got a letter. Yeah, Julie started up with a letter. Yeah. But the thing is, like, they've all gone through something even bigger than a letter. And that's where Ray is, like. That's where he's trying to, like, defend himself, because he's like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Like, what do you mean you found a body? What do you mean someone broke into Helen's house, you know? And, of course, Barry's blaming Ray only because
1: he's poor.
0: Yeah, because he says, like, this This is a thing that you would do because you wish that you were us. Bitch, I wouldn't want to fucking be you at all,
1: your fucking wife beater. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> God. Yeah. He's pathetic. No pathetic and they tell they tell them that they found
0: david's sister missy and that they're looking for a game named billy blue and i mean like automatically ray is like he does not want to go back he does not want to go talk to her to missy and he thinks it's like i guess kind of a waste of time yeah Um, but knowing what we know now we can understand why he thinks that yeah for sure So Helen says that she'll go with Julie, but Julie's like, no, because you have the parade to go to. So they have a plan where Helen and Barry will be there at the parade, Mm -hmm. as she she should, and then Barry will be there to protect her. Yeah, even though Barry's incompetent as fuck. Yep. And
1: Ray doesn't want to do this because he doesn't want them to get in any trouble, I guess.
0: Well, any more trouble.
1: Yeah, any more trouble than they're probably already going to be. He's just sitting on the front of the float like a chomp.
0: I mean, technically, he can do that,
1: so. I guess, like. She looks good with shorter hair, though. Admittedly. Of course, Sarah Michelle Gellar can make a potato sack lo- look really nice. Yes. <laughs> she's so pretty! Honestly, at this point, I'm surprised fucking Barry doesn't try to fist fight a child in-, in this. It wouldn't surprise me even if he did. I know. So they see somebody in a fisherman's slicker...
0: And Helen puts him out and Barry immediately
1: goes after him
0: it's sad to what we find out that the person he tackles down thinking is the killer uh is not and it's just an old man it's just an old man it's you tackled the- an old man Barry yeah he's like super confused but again this isn't Barry's fault this is not Barry's fault it's no. because it's 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 how he was dressed so they thought it was him yeah but it's not
1: yeah poor old man leave him alone
0: uh, so we get Julie right yeah Julie's the only one that goes to go yeah. see Missy again and explains everything um but like she she explains like David's death was not an accident and Missy says like yeah I know it was a suicide yeah um because of the note that she got yeah cause he left a note but Julie says like that's not a suicide note no it's a threat yeah also, this is just like a little side
1: note, but I wanted to point this out because I finally fucking heard the original like original version of this fucking song. Um, the song that's playing here, um, people will probably know it because if you play Far Cry 5 like me, you'll see an NPC, like three NPCs. There's one NPC playing this song and singing it on a guitar and two other NPCs, as always, a man and a woman slow dancing to it. And I couldn't find the original singer for this song for the life of me. It's called Where Did You Sleep Last Night by uh, Lead Belly or Lead Belly. And I fucking love it. You guys probably would know it if you heard it. If you play Far Cry 5. At least that's what I'm familiar with. Or a lot of people are probably more familiar with the Nirvana version. Which I I kind of am. I don't, pref- I don't prefer it. I prefer the 1944 one. <laughs> because it sounds spookier. And funny enough, it's uh, the song itself is about um, a man finding out that his his girlfriend or wife or whatever um, was cheating on him and she or he or both end up dying somehow getting killed. It's a good song. it's spooky. It's also like a very blues jazzy kind of or maybe the singer committed suicide, I don't remember. I don't remember the story of the song, I have to look it up. I got really excited, though. I was like, oh, I fucking- I know this song because of Far Cry 5! This shit's so awesome! I fucking love this song, it's cool! But yeah, I just geeked out a little bit, because I'm an old video game nerd. I like it a lot. <laughs> but Missy is not in the house. She's actually out, like, um, de like- catfish and stuff yeah. like that. And there's, like, dead turkey hanging- she's clearly a hunter. She's a hunter. She doesn't look like she would be, but she is. Missy. Um, after all that, tells uh, like because she doesn't want to believe that he was killed. She just tells him tells uh, Julie to leave. But we cut before that, though. We cut back to the parade, and they actually the actual killer is fucking holding up his hook, motioning at um, Helen. Helen. I keep forgetting her name for some reason. Helen's just not a very common name anymore is why I'm probably confused.
0: Yeah. And now we have the scene where they're setting up
1: for the pageant. Yeah. The whole time, Barry's nice in this entire movie. I swear. Just reassuring Helen that it she's, she's gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine.
0: Yes, yeah, so and now we're at the, like, talent show portion of the pageant and Barry is back up on the balcony like they were in the beginning. Yeah. I do have to say, I like her
1: pageant crown a lot. It's very pretty. I like the... The shells and the seahorse in the middle. It's very unique. I've never seen a pageant crowd look like that before. Me either. It's very nautical. I like it. It's also shiny. I like sparkles, mate. Me too. I'm gay. I like sparkly shit. <laughs>
0: Me too. <laughs> Same. I think it's really pretty.
1: Yeah. Also, this lady... Yikes. <laughs> this fucking lady... there we she's
0: singing. She cannot sing. No. Like, at all. No. God, she looks familiar.
1: But, uh, up in the balcony... The hookman is uh, lurking behind Barry. <laughs> Spooky.
0: Helen notices when she looks up um, that he's got somebody behind him. Yeah, he's she's, like uh, screaming. Yeah, she's.
1: Jeez, dude, he, he could have reacted a little faster. Yep, no, you're dead. So Barry is now getting his shit wrecked. Yeah, fuck you, Barry. You had it coming, asshole. Everyone in the crowd
0: is trying to pull her
1: away. Like, I don't, I don't know why, because she's clearly, like, concerned about something.
0: Yeah. But the security, like, police officer that's there asks, like, what's wrong? She <laughs> tells them. And when they go up there, they find nothing. nothing. Although if you look two inches
1: to the left there, officer, uh, you would have seen the blood dripping off the banister. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh leave it, the cops did not do their job. I mean, what? Of course. Of course. Yeah. So now they're trying to calm everybody down. And the officer offers to take uh, Helen home, which I guess is nice. And he's kind of, like, taunting her. Like, the fisherman used to say, fuck, that cut your hair off.
0: I don't know. I think that's fucking stupid to joke about. Um, But they end up going to, like, through an alley because the street's blocked off for, like, the parade, I think? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so now we have to go down the alleyway, which is not great. <laughs> and the guy's like, "Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll call Barry's parents. We'll have a search out on him, but he thinks that he's just playing a prank on her." So now there's a dude that they've come across. He's having car trouble, quote unquote. It's the Fisher guy. The officer gets out of the car to help, and before Helen is able to like, well, she does warn him, but like he doesn't hear her. He
0: reacts so slow.
1: Yeah. So he gets yo- he gets got by this
0: guy. He gets hooked. Yep. He gets got. Yeah, so Helen is trapped in the car right now. Yeah. Um. So she... Helen is in the back of a cop
1: car. Yeah. I don't know why she- he didn't have her sit in the passenger seat, but okay. I
0: don't know. But like, cop cars are hard to get out of. Yeah.
1: She fucking breaks the fucking window with her heel, which is impressive. Definitely. And climbs out of the window. Which, like, when she crawls out, I was like, oh, man, she's gonna cut herself up. But then I remembered, no, window, like, glass in car windows is, like, specifically designed so that if you have to crawl out, it doesn't cut you up. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. (laughs) I forgot that was a thing. So we come back to, uh, to Julie, and she's doing, um, research on Susie, who was killed in the car accident from earlier, and finds out that it's the dad that's been going after everyone. Yeah. So, that's fucking fun. And here is where Elsa was super incompetent. Ugh, because she's so slow trying to open the fucking front door of the shop because Helen is running, like, a bat out of hell to the shop.
0: And yeah, she's fucking, like, frantically trying to get her to open the door, and Elsa's just taking her sweet fucking time. She's slower
1: than molasses in wintertime, my fucking god. Just meandering, you know, taking my sweet old time. My sister's panicking, I don't know why, I don't know why, I'm just gonna meander. Dude, if, if somebody in my family was panicking this much trying to get into a fucking building, I would've moved faster than this, bro.
0: Yeah, so Helen is able to get inside after a very close call. And she goes to tell Elsa to go lock the back door. Oh, no, she's going to go lock the back door.
1: And to call, and for, uh, or no, she's going to go call the police and to tell, she told Elsa to go lock the back door. And of course, she's meandering. Yeah. And naturally, the killer's already made his way into the back. And uh, Elsa gets yoinked. And nobody on the 911 operator is picking up. Why? Why? Why?
0: It's a small town. They're all at the parade. It's
1: fucking stupid. You but need. But they should have, have people piece. at the station. They should though. have some people at the station. So there goes Elsa. Fuck you, Elsa. You piece of shit. You are a shitty
0: sister. Fuck you.
1: <laughs>
0: so we get we get another really amazing chase scene with yeah. Ellen. Oh yeah.
1: I'm also wondering if like if the mannequins would have been light enough but sturdy enough for her to be able to pick up and whack them across the head with one. But like I don't think they are. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't think so. But we sit. get Helen going down to the back. And she's looking for Elsa because she heard her screaming, screaming pretty much.
1: Yeah. Which, by the way, some of the kills in this movie are brutal, dude. Like, just with a hook. Woo! I mean, it has an R rating. Yeah. That's true. I mean, it's not as brutal as what we've seen before. But, like... No, before the time, it for is. For the time. Jesus. For the late 90s, yeah. Yeah. So the Fisher guy is acting like a mannequin hiding under one of the tarps. And a great jump scare because he jumps out at uh, Helen and starts attacking her. Though he shot himself in the foot a little bit because he just put plastic over himself. Yeah. He's taking a minute to get out of it. This kind of like, and not because it's Sarah Michelle Gellar, but this is like very Scooby-Doo. Except more violent.
0: Yeah. The chase scene is
1: very Scooby-Doo.
0: Yeah, So she finds her. She finds Elsa like dead in the store's bathroom floor. But she makes her way out of the
1: store. Helen does rather, and she's like down in the alley now. She's
0: kind of She's so to close. She's so close to the parade. That's parade. Happening. She's so close. She just has to keep running. Just keep running, girl. Like, keep running. But But, of course she doesn't and she stops close to look
1: behind her. Yeah.
0: She's literally, like, a few steps away.
1: Yeah. How nobody saw this next part happening will just, like, never cease to amaze me. It's a parade. No one's looking in the other ways. Yeah, but, like, even if there's, like, fireworks and shit, she's still
0: screaming. I know fireworks are loud, but my god. No. It's not just fireworks. There's music going that's on. That's true. That is true. So, like, no one's going to be able to hear her. Oh, uh, no! And no one is looking in the other way either. Lame. So, basically... But they're so close to it, man. Exactly. That's why. That's the thing. They're ah, so close. Ah, sucks, bro. Um. So, Helen gets, gets her shit rocked there. She's dead. Yeah, Helen's dead. F. Um, and we get Julie looking around. I think she's trying to find Helen, um... But she goes off to find Rey instead. Yeah, because she's closer to Ray. She mm-hmm. has no idea where Helen
1: is. Also, when he was first coming... When Ray was first coming upstairs of the boat, I thought he was wearing pajamas. I was like, is he living on the boat? Which, I mean, sounds pretty nice, TBH, as long as the water's not crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So she tells him that they didn't kill David, and it was um, David's fiancé's father that they accidentally hit on the road instead. They think that Ben killed David, which is the father's name. So and she speculates that he's still alive because they didn't properly check a pulse and obviously he was still alive when he was in the water so like and she uh, also discovers that um the boat that uh, Ray works on is called the Billy Blue meaning he went to Chrissy's house Missy Chrissy, sorry Missy Uh, they sound similar I'm sorry they rhyme but they went to Missy's house or he went to Missy's house and told her that his name was Billy Blue. Because he, I guess he didn't want her to suspect anything.
0: Not that. It's just he just felt guilty. That too. Yeah. That. Yeah, Which just He just felt guilty. Also, it was
1: funny to me that they were sweet on each other for a couple of minutes. <laughs> well, uh, he was there because he's a very good looking guy. And she obviously was attracted to him a little bit. Yeah. Which, I don't blame her. He, he cute. He cute, I don't blame her. Don't so, unfortunately, they've been locked in by the gate, it's been padlocked by somebody, and he fucking Ray gets absolutely closed. Like, she automatically blames Ray, thinking that he's the one that's been chasing after them because of the name Billy Blue. And fucking, he gets his shit rocked, he gets clotheslined by what happens to be Ben's arm. Which was a power move, to be honest. Yeah. And he tells her, because she doesn't know who it is yet, She tells, uh, he tells her to get on the boat, and they'll call the police for Ray, and yada yada yada.
0: But this is where she does find out who he is, because when she looks around the boat, she finds like all the evidence and stuff that points to Ben.
1: Yeah, it's basically like a shrine, yeah. and it's all about them, because they hit him with a car. Which, again, was an accident. We didn't mean for that to happen. And to be fair, they probably wouldn't get in trouble at this point because he was a killer anyway. So now we get another pretty tense chase scene with him.
0: On a small-ass boat, man. Yeah. On a small boat. Like, damn. So yeah, they, he gets to reveal himself. Yeah. And when Julie runs out, I think it's funny that they have this little, like, chase uh-huh where she goes from one side of the boat to the other side and he's just like in the middle yeah <laughs> and i'm like okay where the fuck do you think you're gonna go it's a um, small boat also he's untied the boat so now they're sailing off so she, yeah so she cannot get onto to shore anymore yeah
1: which i mean i guess but i feel like if you live in a town like this where you're by the sea i feel like you should
0: know how to swim i mean i think she does know how to swim I wish she woulda
1: <laughs> I wish she woulda Just jump off the, well, Maybe you get drugged under by the By the pull of like the ship Yeah Or the boat um, rather moving out
0: So she finds a flare gun But before She can fire it He speeds the boat up And she fucking flings that bitch Because it jerks her back And she drops she, it in the water yeah. Which sucks um, And Ray has found a little speedboat Little speedboat let's go And he's chasing after the boat the big boat. Um... Where did she go? Oh, yeah. She goes under, like, under the boat. Yeah. Because um, she finds a little compartment. A little grate. Yeah. She hides under the... Da-
1: well, not hide, because you can't necessarily hide on this thing, but just get away from him.
0: He tries to pull the thing away with his hook, but yeah. Julie has a really good grip on the thing. Yeah, she's pretty strong. Yeah.
1: Oh, I just noticed the boat's name is called, like, what, Sweet Susie? Is that what it was called? I just noticed it on the back. Yeah, it's called Sweet Susie. Amazing. Southport, North Carolina. Yeah,
0: Sweet Susie. Damn, what a giveaway!
1: <laughs> big ass giveaway on the back of a boat.
0: I mean, Billy Blue was also a big giveaway too. So shit, you're right. These people are not creative. No,
1: they're if not they're using
0: their boat names.
1: It's it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I can understand that uh, to an extent though, because nobody knows he's doing this, and like his daughter did die, and he does have her name tattooed on him. So I mean, yeah, exactly. Nobody would be any the wiser. It's simultaneously. A bad thing to name your boat after this, but also smart.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, Julie goes down deeper into the boat. Yes.
1: Into the bowels of the boat.
0: Locks herself in,
1: which I don't think was too very smart, but whatever.
0: She doesn't know what's going on up there, though, so. That's valid. Uh, Ray has managed to climb up on the boat. Yes. And now that he's having a fight with Ben. Yep. Well, while Julie's down there, she finds a compartment filled with ice. Ice, and I,
1: I was like, God, I bet that's fucking cold as shit, dude. Like, obviously, it's fucking full of ice, but I'm like, ugh, makes me fucking cold thinking about it. And she discovers um a couple of dead bodies. One is Helen, and the other's Barry, right? Mm-hmm. So she's all freaked the fuck out. <laughs> Also Ray got knocked off the boat and he's fucking being drugged by a rope behind it, which is fucking fun. there's the ice did, did they ever like did they ever talk about what the ice was made out of It looks like one of those little like um it yes, looks they like the, it looks like those um it plastic like, crystals yeah those
0: plastic ones yeah the plastic just, crystals
1: like... that everybody really liked for some reason that you always would want to chew on them yeah when you were a kid <laughs> that's what they look like to me if that's what those are it wouldn't be
0: surprising. No, it's not. It's not? No. Really? Um, so Ray finds himself back on the boat. He's able to, like, pull himself up. Oh, yeah. Finally. Julie discovers the bodies.
1: Yeah, she freaks out for a second, but she's, she's got better things to worry about right now.
0: Yeah. Quite
1: frankly. It sucks, but I mean, it's got better things to worry about. Also, I wouldn't be sad over Barry being in there, so I mean, like, eh. So, the, this guy gets his shit rocked by a... A hook on the boat. It, like, smacks him in the face. It's hard metal. (laughs) Like, he gets knocked over by it, which I know had to fucking hurt.
0: Yeah, because Ray's the one that actually throws it. Yeah. But he is able to fucking get up.
1: Yep. Ray gets kind of, not slashed in the face, but, like, smacked in the face with the hook. It doesn't scratch him or anything. So, yeah, he, Ben points out that he, you need to make sure that if you're gonna try hiding a body, you need to make sure the person's dead first. Yeah. But his arm gets wrapped around the rope, gets swung, he gets swung up in the air, and his fucking hand gets
0: cut fucking clean off, and, and gets he's thrown, thrown into the, the water. Ocean. And honestly, to this day, this movie's like 25 years old as of right now, uh-huh. in 2022. It's still the like most funnest and greatest scene I have ever seen in a horror movie.
1: That shit was so cool. Yeah. I thought it was really well done.
0: Um so After we owie. <laughs> I know. Uh so we get like the police and everything out on the docks and um Julie and Ray have their own little moment. Yeah. I still think this is like trauma bonding.
1: Yeah, this is trauma bonding. Yeah. And they're they're really relieved that they didn't actually kill somebody. Well, technically they but, no they didn't. But <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah. But they get
1: this whole thing where... But this time they claim self-defense because they were trying to get killed.
0: Yeah, because they, one of the officers comes up and asks them, like, do you do you know why this man would, like, want to kill you? And they're like,
1: no. No. <laughs> no. It's so quick. No. We have no idea.
0: Um. So they say, like, oh, they've got something in their net, and it's just the goddamn hand with the hook still attached yeah, to it. Yeah, which
1: is fucking cool.
0: Um. And the officer's like, don't worry, they'll find the body. Like, it always... Ed- it always up. washes up. Yeah, yeah, it always washes up. <laughs> and I, I don't know why I think it's funny when he says that, like, it, it always comes up. It always turns up. Yeah.
1: You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Yeah, pretty Although, much. to be
1: fair, he's a cop. He sees the shit.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, all the I, time. I guess so, because, like, if shit was happening out in the ocean, you would find, like, the bodies are body parts, you know? Yeah. Pretty quick. Yeah. Um, but now it's one year later again. Yeah, everything's basically back to normal,
1: except now uh, it's, Julie is not <laughs> celibate, clearly, by the conversation her and Ray are having over the phone. And Ray is apparently in
0: New York now, which yeah. is good for him, dude. So we're back at the college with Julie. Um, she's about to go shower. She's talking with Ray on the phone. Yep, yeah, she gets mail. Yeah, she does get mail. F- um... From Deb or somebody like... Deb
1: brings in her mail.
0: Yeah, Deborah brings in her mail. There's
1: no return address. Nope.
0: Um,
1: but it just turns out to be a pool pool party invite.
0: Yeah. It's, it's cute. It's cute. She Because she like, gets this really is...
1: scared for a second. She's like, what the fuck?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's this is where we find out it. her last name is Julie James. And I like that. I like that her initials could be just JJ.
1: That would be a cute nickname for her, JJ.
0: Yeah. Hee-hee. <laughs> I think it's cute. Um, But I like that... yeah she opens the letter and it's just an invitation to a pool party
1: wait let me read this fucking invite real quick
0: please do i want to read
1: it Uh, because i just saw kappa beta gamma i'm like wait what yeah (laughs) what the fuck does that mean kappa beta gamma invites you to a pool party this saturday at noon what the fuck does that mean do you have a fun fact for that yes i do wow okay
0: cool (laughs) that's fun (laughs) Uh, so Joey goes back into the shower room, it and it's steamy. steamy. It looks like a sauna. Yeah, like you can't see anything. And honestly, once you get those creepy vibes from it, I wouldn't go shower. I would have just left. I would have no. been like, you know what? I'm gonna shower somewhere else. Yeah, she walks forward, sees the mirror, and,
1: and it, it says, says I, "I still know. know."
0: You're like, shit. And like after that, you why would you stay there? Like why would you? Look around and just stay there. Why would you leave? The last ten seconds
1: of the movie, she's no longer smart. Yeah, no,
0: no, she's not. Cause it's like, what the fuck, man? And then we get one final jump scare, and it's
1: fucking phenomenal.
0: And it is the fisherman going through the the glass. Yeah,
1: that shit was cool. It's not a mirror; it's a shower.
0: Yeah, that's a glass. Yeah, it's it's a shower thing. Yeah, it's a shower Shower. thing.
1: Yeah, I I always what I associate with showers, I'm always like, oh, it's shower curtain, but no. No, I keep forgetting that glasses. I think. <laughs>
0: yeah, so that's uh, that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good fun, dude. Definitely good fun. God, it makes me want to uh, go to the Outer Banks. Jeez.
0: <laughs> I love this movie
1: so much. <laughs> it's so fucking cheesy, but I love it. Cheesy's always fun, though.
0: Yeah. It's not like
1: cringy cheesy. If it's oh, cringy, no, no, cheesy, no, no, no. Like, it's not eh. cringy cheesy.
0: Definitely not cringy. It's so good. Okay, so I have a bunch of fun facts for this. I don't know, though. Barry's pretty cringe. I mean... <laughs> Barry is! In his own character, way. He kinda is. He cringe. You cringe,
1: bro. <laughs> no. I'm so
0: sorry. <laughs> I'm so um. Sorry. Also, okay, so what are your final thoughts about this movie? I liked it a lot. I thought it was very
1: fun, very uh, cheesy, but, like, in a very charming way. I gave it
0: a three and a half out of five... Fish hooks on these. I give it a four point five
1: out of five. Oh really? Yeah,
0: dang. Because again, it's in my top five '90s horror movies that I like.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah,
0: um, probably not for me.
1: But I haven't seen a whole lot of '90s, like just in general. Not one of my favorite horror movies. I still really liked it though. It was yeah, no, like fun.
0: most most of the, my favorite horror movies are like in the '70s and '80s.
1: Oh yeah. Those are very fun.
0: Yeah. Those are fun as hell. Okay. Are you ready for these fun facts?
1: Girl, you know I'm always ready for your fun facts. They're so good.
0: <laughs> okay, so Kevin Williamson wrote the script before Scream. Uh-huh. But wasn't able to sell it. Oh. So following the big success that Scream had, he sold the screenplay immediately and Columbia Pictures immediately bought I know what you did last summer. Mhm. Um, this is a reason why many critics and fans felt this was a huge step down from the more clever and innovative Scream scripts. Um, so basically, this was his very first one that he wrote. It wasn't very fleshed out in anything. I was getting ready right to say, wanted... this is
1: like a first kind of movie for a guy. Yeah, it feels this, like.
0: this, was the first, this was the first script he ever wrote. Scream was his second one, and that one was a huge success. Yeah,
1: this is basically the pancake thing that people always talk about. Like, the the pancake um, strategy. Like, the first one's gonna look bad, but the second one is gonna be better than the first one. Yeah. But I still enjoyed this movie a lot.
0: Yeah. Um, still a good pancake. <laughs> so I have that Melissa Joan Hart uh, was auditioning for this movie, mm-hmm. but initially backed out because she said it was a... She felt that it was a scrim, scream, scream, uh, ripoff. Which honestly, she's not wrong <laughs> not because wrong. it's the same screenwriter. But uh, I guess. it can't be a ripoff if it's the same screenwriter. <laughs> Come on, yeah, that's why people think it's like really funny. Yeah,
1: it's funny. It's the it's technically not a ripoff if it's the same guy's creation. So, the uh-huh. ice, the uh,
0: ice, the ice inside the storage boat was actually made of gelatin. Woo! So Jennifer the could comfortably like move around it inside that.
1: Oh yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense, dude. I really want to squish it now. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so it was made out of gelatin. They
1: did really good Foley work then because it, like it sounded like ice. That's for sure.
0: Okay. Um. So I have a fun fact about Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. Yes. So despite being part of the main cast and appearing in many of the key scenes together, um, Helen and Ray only speak twice to each other in the movie. Really? Yeah, it's only twice. Damn. Um, and despite the fact that the two barely interact on screen, Geller and Prince became very good friends after meeting for the first time in this movie. And now they're married! Yep. <laughs> do they have a kid? <laughs> yeah, they do have a kid.
1: Oh, they're so cute. You guys would know them more as Fred and Daphne from the live-action Scooby-Doo movies with Matthew Lillard. And I can't remember who plays Velma. I can't remember her name.
0: I mean, look, you would know them both by their own, cre- like, Credentials.
1: Yeah, because she's in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer,
0: which I will get into right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, actually, no. I have this one. Excellent uh, segue.
1: Oh no, never mind. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: so Jennifer Love Hewitt had appeared w- along with like a former scream, uh, scream queen, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in House Arrest. Ooh. Uh, prior to filming this movie, she was surprised to see that. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was also filming in North Carolina at the same time. Oh! So Jennifer and Jamie, uh, Jennifer said that Jamie came over to the sound stage to wish her good luck on her first horror film, mm-hmm. and would come over every day after that just to give her a hug.
1: Oh, that's sweet. I love that. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis seems like such an awesome person.
0: Yeah, she she is, dude. She God. really is. From what like I've heard from every everyone else, she yeah. is. I think that's cool. So the rocky road surrounding Dawson's Beach where Julie, Ray, Helen, and Barry have their hit and run, and later Julie travels across frequently in the same uh, mountainous road located across is the same used in Alfred Hitchcock's classic The Birds. Really? Mm-hmm. That's neat. That, um, yeah, I feel like I remember seeing that. Yeah. I've never
1: seen The Birds by, again, I've seen The Kill. But we, I, we talk about James every week. James, we love you. You make awesome kill counts. Chelsea, you're fucking great. You're a great podcast host. We love you. <laughs> and you guys are so cute together. You both are fucking fantastic. <laughs> yes, they're phenomenal. But, yeah, it's oh, God.
0: Okay. Um, actually, <laughs> speaking of, like, James and Chelsea, uh, I have a kill count for this movie. Fuck yeah.
1: Shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome.
0: I have a body count for this movie. Nice. And it's six. Six six people <laughs> It's David Egan It's uh, Max, it's Barry The officer who was Taking Helen home It's Elsa and Helen Sweet Those are the six <laughs> can't,
1: do uh, the, can't do Ben though because he ain't dead Clearly Yeah <laughs> uh, And I know James is One of his least favorite Movies of all time is I Will Always Know What You Did Last Summer which I think is fucking hilarious.
0: I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't make us cover it, guys. I don't like it. I don't like the first two. That's it. Okay, <laughs> going on with this. Sarah Michelle Gellar was the last of the lead performers to be cast. Oh. Um, like Hewitt, Geller also was known for to American audiences uh, at the time for her roles in television. Primarily, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Nice. Um, Jim Gillespie, the director commented on Casting Geller that he wanted an actress that had a warmth to her but can still act like a bitch. I don't think she act like a bitch at all in this movie. I don't think so, but I I think he means more like tough, you know? Oh, like a bad bitch. Yeah. Okay, I see. <laughs> Uh, so the group goes to Dawson's Beach which is a reference to Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, Creek. <laughs> that again Kevin Williamson also wrote. <laughs> yeah that's clever. <laughs> I've never seen Dawson's Creek. I've always heard it's good. Uh, I have never seen it either. I also have heard that it's good.
1: <laughs> yeah shout out to again uh, guide to the unknown we shout you guys out uh, last or whenever it was last week um, because they also have a soft spot for Dawson's Creek or at least I know William does will mm-hmm. we love you guys. Or at least I do. You've never listened to their podcast uh, before, Abby? No. Oh, they're awesome. They're great. Good brother and sister.
0: So Jennifer Love Hewitt had, um, had auditioned for the role of Helen. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah Michelle Gellar auditioned for the role of Julie.
1: Oh, how the turns tabled.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, so I said this during the breakdown that Reese Witherspoon auditioned but changed her mind and withdrew. She did, however, recommend her then-boyfriend, Ryan Phillippe, for the role of Barry.
1: Yeah, he did a really good job of making us hate him, though. God. Uh, hell yeah. Again, I'm sure he's really nice in real life.
0: <laughs> okay. This is another instant um, where someone who doesn't like horror is in something in horror. Really? So Jennifer Love Hewitt strongly disliked horror, horror films prior to making i know what you did that summer currently her only other horror role has been in the film's 1998 sequel oh wow yeah that's crazy how that happens definitely uh so the urban legend discussed at dawson's beach by ray julie helen and barry is the boyfriend's death story and all four of the versions that um they're talking about are true alternate um, incarnations of the tale. Mm -hmm. The initial being the hook in the car door campfire story, which did not feature the death of either the boyfriend or the girlfriend. Which, that one is the one that Ray was telling. Gotcha. That neither of them died. Yeah, And that is also the one that's in um, Scary Stories in the Dark. dark. (laughs) Yeah, so that was the first one I heard. And then I kept hearing all the other ones where the boyfriend was, was like, hanged, or the girlfriend was killed, um, yeah. or, like, the boyfriend had his blood dripping down, or it was just, like, his shoe scraping on the hood mm-hmm. of the car. Which, I have to point out, the
1: Hookman thing is, like, such a big reference in so many things. Because there's this, and then also, we'll talk about this game when we just, like, talk about our dis- disturbing games, but, in what remains of Edith Finch, in the horror section, Barbara, um, who is 16 years old, is being chased by a hookman, who is, I think, believe escaped either an institute or a prison. Yeah. And is on the loose. And uh, spoilers: she ends up getting killed by him and monsters. Quote unquote.
0: Yeah, that's another variation of the story. I love it. It's another uh, incarnation of
1: it. It's amazing how, like, you see these kinds of movies that have such, like, li- like, such an influence in horror mm-hmm. or just, like, media in general that it gets referenced everywhere else. Like, it's one of those things where you see it now for the first time and now you're going to start seeing it everywhere. Yeah. It's fucking
0: awesome. I love it when
1: that happens. It's so cool. Uh,
0: so the – this is a, a different director – Um, But this is director Jamie Blanks Originally put together a trailer as an audition To direct this movie But it came in a week too late And he lost the job No! However, the producer Neil H. Mortez Mm -hmm. Remembered Blanks And later hired him to direct the movie Urban Legends Which came out the following year (laughs) Neat And Urban Legends is another one of my favorite Like, 90s movies um, Because it has the same... Uh, like film structure. As I, I know what you did last summer. Mm. It's such a good movie. So this is the second film scripted by Kevin Williamson mm-hmm. that stars a female lead from the show Party of Five. Um. So the first one is Jennifer Love Hewitt, mm-hmm. who stars in this one, mm-hmm. and the second one is Nev Campbell, who stars in Scream. Oh, neat,
1: dude! I know you're super excited about us covering Scream.
0: Yes, I am. <laughs> Because I've and never seen it. I'm very excited to cover all these movies with you. Because I love seeing people's reactions to who the killer is. Uh-huh. Um, and figuring and figuring out who the killer is throughout this whole entire thing. That's fun. So that's why I, tell, I told you, like, please don't watch the kill counts for this. Because I don't want that ruined for you. Yeah. <laughs> understandable, understandable. Uh, here's another parallel with Scream. In the scene where Helen... Escapes from the cop car mirrors a similar scene in Scream Two with Sidney and Haley, uh, and also uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in Scream Two and she plays a sorority girl named Cece.
1: <laughs>
0: I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. She's awesome. She made my childhood, bro. Yeah, same here. Uh, I love her. She's so pretty. So, super talented. One scene shows Julie at her breaking point, twirling around, asking the killer what, what it's waiting for. Yeah even though he's nowhere to be seen. And it looks like she's talking to the air, right? Yes. When speaking to Us Weekly in 2018, Jennifer LeHewitt revealed that the iconic scene was a kid's idea.
1: oh, that's so sweet. Yeah,
0: so this is uh, her quote. Uh, that scene was actually directed by a kid who won a contest to come and create a moment for the movie. Aww. And it became one of the biggest parts of the movie. Um, she shared that she said that she had no idea where she has no idea where the kid is now oh um, but she said that she wasn't thrilled about the idea of the scene at first um, so this is what she said uh, he's like I wanted to stand in the street and turn around and just scream what are you waiting for and Jennifer LeFewitt said that I literally like I was there like are you kidding me now like this is what I'm gonna do all right okay <laughs> and she did it uh. um. So, this is another uh, known actress in the horror community, mostly in Halloween. Daniel Harris, who played little uh, Jamie in Halloween 4 and 5, mm-hmm. and reprised a role. She didn't reprise a role. She was also... I think she was Annie in the Rob Zombie Halloween uh-huh. remakes. Um, she was considered for the role of Julie. Oh, really? Yeah. That's neat. Uh, The scene where the fisherman disguises himself as a mannequin Uh and jumps out at Helen after the shot was filmed, Sarah Michelle Gellar and the actor, uh, Muse Watson, will look at each other and start laughing because they knew how scary that was going to be to the audience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love when they just know. That's so fun. (laughs) They know it's going to fuck somebody up.
0: (laughs) Oh, definitely. Uh, Okay. So the film originally had a different ending, where Julie is chatting with Ray online and gets the pool party invitation. And then another person starts a chat with her typing in, I still know. And then the killer jumps out on her. So that was the different ending. Mm -hmm. But this ending was actually used as a teaser for this sequel. Oh, clever, clever. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so Max's murder was added in reshoots. Oh, really? Yes. So, it was decided that the killer, who remained mostly in the shadows for the first half of the film, worked in a suspense level, but never provided any tangible threat to any of the main characters. So, the murder was then filmed to show the audience that, indeed, this character was a deadly threat to the four main roles. Ah. That's fun. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so this is where I'm going to explain the crab thing. Yes, please do. So after Julie finds Max's body and the crabs in her trunk, a blue and white truck drives by and honks at her later on. Uh-huh. uh huh. Later on, after Barry's death, when Helen is driving home with a cop car, they stop in the alleyway where the fisherman is and you've seen the blue truck. This means that the fisherman no was following No And that also explains how he had time to remove The body and the crabs From the trunk before she returned No to bury fucking him. way <laughs> That's so fucking cool I thought I saw the fucking fisherman's hat In the fucking
1: driver's seat of that fucking truck yeah. Oh my god That's fucking sick dude Holy shit I didn't even think about that
0: Okay, so in this film, Sarah Michelle Geller falls from the building out on a second-story window. While Helen does not die from her fall here, Geller has played several other characters in the horror genre who have ultimately been killed falling or being pushed off buildings. Oh, well, uh, there was a remake of I Know What You Did Last Summer back in two, 2021, and it is a TV series on Amazon Prime, which I have watched. And honestly... I give it credit for its sort of original plot and stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Up until the end, it was a little disturbing to the point where I was like, I don't know if I like it or not. Really? Wow, yeah. it really reached that point for you? Yeah. Shit. We've seen some shit too,
1: dude. Um, Like shit, just the black phone alone. We're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I know. I know.
1: Because I know it's kind of difficult for you to be like, um affected by that kind of thing in horror media. Depending on what it is.
0: Yeah, but the thing is it's it's um I didn't like where it went. Ah. That that always sucks. Yeah, like I didn't like where it went, um because of it, it was a whole the thing is this whole entire thing was based off of twins. Mm-hmm. The whole show is oh, based off of twins. Oh I see, I see, yeah. I see. So at one point, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like the ending. <laughs> but overall, the show was like pretty good, and it caught my attention the whole entire time. That's, That's always good. Yeah, like I, I'm really glad that it was made honestly because I thought it was a good spin on on the the whole like genre. Uh, I mean, of the whole like movie, I thought yeah. it was good. Okay, so both Sarah Michelle Gellar and Jennifer Love Hewitt would go. Onto great fame in the horror genre. Oh, yeah. Geller as Buffy in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Jennifer Love Hewitt in Ghost Whisperer. Oh, that's where I've seen her. I've seen
1: bits and pieces of Ghost Whisperer.
0: Maybe one day. So, maybe one day. Uh, Buffy creator Josh Whedon, which mm-hmm. we know from uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yes. Uh, designed the character as an antidote to films where the sexy blonde girl is always killed by the monster. Yes. So, And I know what you did last summer, Gailer played just that role. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so also the part where the fisherman cuts off her hair, Uh huh. she has the same hairstyle as Buffy in the first season. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And Daphne, to be honest.
1: Kinda. Kind of. Like, it's the same length, anyway, I think. Right? It's been a minute since I've seen that movie.
0: No, when her hair is, like, long, yeah. But not when her hair yeah, is Yeah, okay, short. okay,
1: okay, yeah, 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 okay. I couldn't remember for some reason. It's been yeah. a while, it's been a not while. Not
0: when her hair is short. I'm rusty, it's fine. You are A-okay. I'm trying my best. So this is the last one that I have. Okay, and in the final moments of the film, Julie opens a pool party invitation from the sorority named Kappa Beta Gamma. This is actually a real sorority oh. with chapters across the United States and Canada and was founded in 1917. Damn. Jeez. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have for fun facts. That's cool. Yeah. This was fun movie. Yeah. I thought this movie was like really good. I honestly... Except for bear. Hate a bear. Yeah. <laughs> For all the people that were telling me, like, hey, Jack Black is in the first one. No, he is not. He's in the second one, guys. Come on. You need to fact check yourself because I have been telling all of you that he is in the second one. He's a stoner.
1: Yeah, he's a stoner in the second yeah.
0: one. That much I know. And I'm like, don't don't tell me. Like, I don't like being that person where it's like, oh, I know more than you, But, like, we have evidence. (laughs) There's evidence here, and I looked it up because I was like, (laughs) I don't want to be paranoid.
1: We watched this movie twice, (laughs) and we're like, I don't see Jack Black anywhere. Exactly. I was like, I don't know why you saw him
0: in the first one, but he's not in the first one.
1: Literally, only takes us to fucking Google search. Look at his IMDb, please. Exactly. God.
0: Exactly.
1: Jesus. All you need to do. Come on, guys. Get with the program.
0: Oh, my God
1: i know it was bugging the hell out of you
0: it was because i was like <laughs> i looked this up he's Is this not a Like, <laughs> yeah i was like don't tell me this don't do not tell me this it's like i forget
1: no <laughs> i forgot like no. no no you were right you were right all along don't yeah. even listen to them kimberly what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Oh god what a little spooks there. oh what did you rate it by the way
0: Oh, I already said that. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Four or five.
1: We, we got carried away, it's fine.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, <What a> little <laughs> spooks, that's going to be it for us today.
0: All right. <laughs> Join us next week as we discuss Midsummer. Fuck yeah! <laughs>
1: <I'm>
0: so excited! <laughs> to prepare you for next week, you can watch this movie on Amazon Prime Video. You can rent it for $3.99 or you can buy it for $14.99. Remember, you cannot use this on the app itself, like on your mobile phone. You have to go to the app on either your consoles, like your PlayStation or Xbox, or on the actual, like, TV app that you have. Or your computer. Yeah, or your computer. Because, I don't know why, but for some reason it doesn't let you do it on your mobile phone. Which is strange, but whatever. Um, But yeah, you can buy it on there.
1: We're both really excited about that.
0: Oh, hell yeah. We both have not seen this movie no. I haven't even seen the kill count for it, so I've I don't seen, know.
1: I've seen the kill count, and I've watched James and Chelsea's uh, podcast about it over and over and over again.
0: No, I haven't seen anything about this movie. Dude,
1: you're in for a treat. It's fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. I don't like doing that. If I if I know the movie, I will watch like you know videos like that. But if I don't know it, I won't watch it. Yeah,
1: just so you know, guys, it's going to be a long, long podcast episode because this movie is two and a half hours long. <laughs>
0: Maybe long. I don't know. I could cut
1: it down. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, don't forget to rate us and tap that bell icon on Spotify so you don't miss an episode from us. We post weekly. Uh, If you want to follow the Guarded by Demons socials, we're on Twitter at Guarded Demons. We're also on Anchor, YouTube, and Instagram at Guarded by Demons. We also have an email, guardeddemonpod at gmail.com if you want to write in and suggest some topics, movies, or games we can play. Tell us how we did. Be nice about it, though. I will cry if you're not. (laughs) I have to tell you guys this every week.
0: Uh, So, with the email, I would like you guys to send in, like, your ghost stories. Yes, please. Like, that'll be fun because we're doing an episode for not just our personal ghost stories um but we want to talk about your personal ghost stories if you have any yes you can send it to us and you can tell us if you want it to be anonymous or not or you can leave your name in the email yeah um but yeah you can definitely do that we would love to share your experiences
1: or if you just want to go by for like an online handle that's perfectly fine too yeah like if you don't want to be anonymous but you don't want to give out your real name, that's that's fine too. Yeah, you
0: can like put your nickname or your like online handle or if you want. Yeah, we want to we want you guys to feel safe yeah. around here. So once again, I am Kimberly, and if you want to follow me on my personals, I am the Lesbian Spook on Twitter, and I am Spooky Scary Lesbian on both Twitch and Tumblr. Uh, I try to play some video games on Twitch from time to time. But I know for October we're gonna play the quarry. Yeah. Uh, and Fnaf. We're <laughs> also gonna play Fnaf because I have those games and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna utilize. Die. It. <laughs> Jesus. Look, okay, as long as you're not like any of my cousins who would tell me like, hey, you need to check this, you need to check that. As long as you're not doing that to me, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> I might panic. You check me first because I might panic and tell you to do stuff. But like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna apologize ahead of time if I do. <laughs> I'm already I'm going to apologize right now. If I do that, I'm sorry.
0: Dude, you guys, if you guys tune into these episodes and we're going to play FNAF, we will scream at each other.
1: Yes. <laughs> not angrily. No, 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 not like, angrily. Like is ah! all of
0: like, fun, but we will scream at each other because we're both stressed. <laughs> um so yeah, if you want to catch some that we can do that we are also respectively going to play um So we're going to play Quora on your channel. Yes. We're going to play FNAF on my channel, but we are also (laughs) going to respectively play uh, the DLC for Village, for Resident Evil Village on both our channels.
1: We're so excited about that.
0: I'm very excited about that. I honestly, I will replay Village with a third person mode.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, because I
0: feel like I could see better than I would with.
1: Probably. That means we get to see Ethan's face maybe 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 Unless they might just...
0: not do a, like a front all the way camera like they did with like two and three <sighs> they might just like have it stop before they'll be cheeky space. like
1: that come on Capcom!
0: oh i would hate that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah if you're listening to this on youtube uh make sure to like the video comment on the video and subscribe and hit the bell icon so you don't miss any notifications from us hey, please don't
1: but yeah, I'm Lexi. If you want to follow me on Twitch, it's at eagle, where I play a variety of games. I do draw from time to time. I've been working on a drawing of Eddie Munson. I'm not currently because we are currently cats sitting at my aunt's house. That's why there's an echo going on. We're in a very... Nice living room right now. We're chilling on a recliner. We're having fun. For once. For once. <laughs> and um, lately, well, I've already finished Stray, but um, I might go back and replay it again because it was a really good time. Stray is a cute little cat game. Guys, it's adorable. Please. It's,
0: it's very cute, guys. Like, I've seen her play and I've seen, like, some gameplay from other people. It's very fucking cute.
1: Everybody squeeze over the cat. It's so cute. It's so cute.
0: <laughs> but yeah, anyways... That's where you can catch me, for sure. Alright guys, stay Stay spooky. spooky!